Thank you for joining in for an episode of Planted by the Living Water. We are here to delight in the Lord as a tree planted by the living waters. If you'd like the reading plan that we are going through, you can find it on our website. We'll go through the entire Bible in two years. Thank you for joining for this day's portion of Planted by the Living Waters. As we're going through God's Word, especially on Sundays as we're preaching through God's Word, uh, there's something you'll hear me say often. There's a greater dot, dot, dot. There's a great, like even this last Sunday, we said there's a greater um, tabernacle. There's a greater Moses. There's a greater Exodus. And we see that because Scripture has gave us this foundation of the Old Testament and and God orchestrating um, a people and his, his ways and purpose within that people. But then the New Testament is this new covenant. I mean, that's literally what testaments mean is covenant. The Old Covenant, the Old Testament, the New Covenant, the New Testament. And you see this transition of the greater covenant. And through the explanation and revelation of the, the, the greater covenant comes this great foreshadowing from the Old Testament of how it all pointed to the very thing we're talking about. So we've seen that all through the book of Exodus, and I love the Old Testament for that reason. Uh, here's another example. As we're reading through Hebrews, there's an example of um, Melchizedek being referred to and how there's a greater Melchizedek or a greater high priest. And he talks about Melchizedek in the Old Testament where, this is chapter 7 of Hebrews, he talks about how Abraham was uh, met by Melchizedek and Abraham gave a tenth of everything he had to Melchizedek, to the priest. And this is where we actually get tithing. This is the first instance that we understand tithe. A tenth of all of his goods went to the priest here. And it was commanded later in the law, but this happened before the law. And so this was um, an argument that a lot of people make about tithing is it wasn't tied to the law. It was given before the law. It was God's desire um, for us to give a tenth. And so a lot of that comes from um, this very idea of Melchizedek and Abraham. But this is what um, the author of Hebrews is talking about here. Not necessarily tithing. He's talking about the greater priesthood. And I want to pick up in verse 11 when he refers to how Melchizedek previously preferred... He, he, he talks about Melchizedek is a priest that did not come from the Levitical tribe. He says, neither having a beginning of days nor end of life. But um, this idea of, of, it says, what without father, mother, or genealogy, there's there's no Levitical backing, no, no tribal backing of the Levites because all the priests came from the tribe of Levite. But... Melchizedek doesn't and he says this resembles the son of God and and how um, it points to Jesus the greater priesthood the greater high priest and so then he starts explaining it in verse 11 he says now if perfection came through the Levitical priesthood for on the basis of it the people received the law what further need was there for another priest to appear said to the according of the order of Melchizedek and not according to the order of Aaron which is the tribe of Levi for when there is a change of the priesthood, there must be a change of law as well. For one thing, these are spoken about belong to a different tribe. No one from it has served at the altar. Now it is evident that our Lord came from Judah, and Moses said nothing about the tribe concerning priests. And this becomes clear in another uh, priest like Melchizedek appears. Who did not become a priest based on legal regulations about physical descent, but based on the power of an indestructible life? For it has been testified, you are priests forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. And that's a psalm that's quoted, Psalm 110. Verse 18, So the previous command is annulled because it is weak and unprofitable. For the law perfected nothing, but a better hope is introduced, through which we draw near to God. 
None of this happened without an oath, for others became priests without an oath, but he became a priest with an oath made by one who said to him, The Lord has sworn and will not change his mind. You are priest forever. Again, another quote from the Old Testament here from Psalm 110. And then it says in 22, Because of this oath, Jesus has also become the guarantee of a better covenant, a greater covenant perhaps. Now many have become Levitical priests since they are prevented by death from remaining in office. But because he remains forever, he holds the priesthood pre permanently. Therefore, he is able to save completely those who come to God through him, since he always lives to intercede for them. For this is the kind of high priest we need, holy, innocent, undefiled, separated from sinners and exalted above the heavens. He doesn't need to offer sacrifices every day as high priests do for their own sins and then of the people. No, he did this once for all, time when he offered himself. For the law appoints us as high priest men who are weak, but the promise of the oath which came after the law appoints a son who has been perfected forever. So the author here is is tying back in the fact that Jesus is our high priest. And yeah, he doesn't come from the tribe of Levi, but he, he is a holy, perfect priest that doesn't need to offer a sacrifice for his own self. And he says this is a, a similar in the Old Testament. He says, Melchizedek didn't come from the tribe of Levi, but Abraham gave a tenth of everything he had. And then we see the promise given to Abraham, and we see that we too have this this promise um, that, that is told to us about Jesus, that he is um, forever the high priest, and that he gets to help us enter into the presence of God, draw us near to God. In fact, he's the only way we are able to draw near to the presence of God. And so I just want to encourage you to, to appreciate your high priest, Jesus Christ, a better, greater priest than perhaps um, you could ever imagine. So let's just thank the Lord. Father, we love you. We thank you. Lord, thank you for Jesus. Thank you for the high priest that offered once and for all his own body, his own soul, Lord. Uh, and, and I say soul, God, but but what I mean, Lord, is, is the fact that Jesus didn't just die physical death, Lord. Lord, there's this picture of, of all of your wrath um, against his soul. And that being uh, paid uh, for through through death. However, we know Christ raised and, and you rose him by a whisper in his ear, arise, my love. And so, Lord, we thank you for that. We thank you for, for the fact that death did not win and, and that you uh, defeated death through the resurrection. Father, thank you for drawing us near to God through your death, burial, and resurrection. Lord, we love you. We thank you. It's in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen.